Hello and welcome. I'm Gary Scheib. Thanks for listening in as we continue to talk with leaders in our community. And as we approach February, it is time to go red for women again. Hopefully more and more of us know what I mean each year when I say that. And if not, well, that's what our guests are here for. We welcome today Latasha Haynes as well as Laura Pugh. They are ambassadors for the American Heart Association's Go Red for Women annual campaign. And both of them have their own heart disease or stroke story to share. Latasha and Laura, welcome. Thanks for coming in today. Thank you. Thank for you. Us. Good morning. Good morning. I'm glad to have you here. I guess we could talk, uh, you know, the whole half hour about the scientific nuts and bolts of what heart disease is and, uh, I don't know, molecules and blood flow <laughs> and <laughs> constriction, not. but I don't know enough about that Let's stuff. Not. I didn't do that good in science. <laughs> you guys aren't, you're, neither of you are doctors. No. You're, you're more on the line of patients, I guess, huh? Yeah, absolutely. So, so Go Red for Women, uh, the American Heart Disease, we've been trying to get women to be more aware of their heart health, right? Yes. Um, yes. It turns out this is a bigger deal than women stop to think about. The number one killer uh, amongst women is not any of the cancers. As a matter of fact, no. not even no. the, most of those main ones combined, right? No. Correct. Heart disease. Heart, heart disease. disease. Yeah. What What can you tell us about the Go Red for Women campaign and why you guys are, are involved? Well, I... I got involved actually a couple years ago. My husband and I were the photographers for the event and um, I would be around all these women and hear their stories about heart disease and stroke. And of course, like being young, I think we started working with them when I was like maybe 31 or 32 years old. I kind of half listened to the story. Uh-huh. Um, so you were there and you paid there. attention. Well, this is like a lot of people. Yeah. I kind of half listened to, mm-hmm. but well, I don't have to worry about me. it yet. Like, why would it matter yeah. to me? Like I'm young and... I don't know anyone that has dealt with heart issues and it doesn't run in my family. So why would I care? And I remember being invited every year, but I just was not connected to the mission. So, I mean, I was connected because I served, but I wasn't connected because, of course, it would never happen to me. And then it happened to me. (laughs) And um, so that is why I'm a part of it. And I think that it's so important for people to kind of understand that heart disease and stroke are kind of the leading causes of women, like one in three women. There are three women in this room right now, and one of us could suffer from heart disease or stroke. That's how common it is. One One in in three three. women die from heart disease. Or stroke, or or are impacted or affected by it. But this is, the other big part of that statistic is, it's preventable, right, Laura? I mean, um, absolutely. you can do something about your heart health. Yes, unlike cancer, where it's not as preventable unless, of course, skin cancer, uh, heart disease you can prevent you through exercise, through diet, um, through lifestyle changes, you can prevent heart disease. And, and this is what, the, so the Go Red for Women campaign, um, it's really to inform women and get the word out more and more. And by wearing red, uh, people are going to take sit up and take, why is everybody wearing red today? So there's a national Go, you know, Wear Red Day, right? Right, yes. yes. On Friday, February 2nd. The kicks off Super Bowl weekend. So it's, all, it's always, I think, the first Friday in February, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. And so hopefully we'll see more and more women and men too wearing yes. red on Friday, February 2nd. And then the people who aren't wearing red can say, oh, why, why is everybody wearing red in the office well, today? Well, it's kind of like Blue Friday, right? Like, you yeah. know that Seattle is wearing blue on Fridays. Right? Well, and it triggers that you're in Seahawks land. Like, wearing red is a trigger to remind you of what we're trying to communicate to women. Yeah, yes. so as as we go to our offices and, and work uh, or school uh, on that Friday, Friday, February 2nd, it's coming up pretty quick. Yeah, it uh, is. 
those of us listening right now, because what do you, you know, that aren't listening, they'll mm-hmm. say, why is everybody wearing red and we're supposed to answer what? I'll tell you why. It's Go Red for Women Day. It's Go Red Day, National Go Red Day. It's it's um, helping to educate women and educate the community on that heart disease is the number one killer of women and that it is preventable. And it's uh, you can donate through uh, Macy's by buying a red dress pin for $3. Macy's is a national sponsor for Go Red Day. Go Red, and not only do you get this great pin that helps to, uh, show your support, but you're getting a discount store-wide on the day that you purchase the pin and wear the pin. You can also stop at CVS or your local QFC and make a donation there for uh, $1, $3, or any amount. That's cool. I mean, Macy's getting involved. They do that all the time. That's yes. cool to see a big company yes. like that step up and and give you a donation. You know, as you donate, you're going to get some you know, some percentage off on your purchase yes. that and week it's for a full week right seriously yeah and if you're young like me and you want a return on your investment you can do something really cool and innovative for your love or your bay as we would say <laughs> um and the space needle is doing um a campaign called love is in the air where you can make a hundred dollar donation and then you can write a note in 40 characters to your loved one on valentine's day and it will show up on the legs of the space needle on valentine's day night so that is like major your points for any guy or gal mm-hmm. who wants to impress their their love. That, yes. This is pretty cool. So over the uh, years past, uh, different parts of the city have gotten involved and they light up red. A lot of yes. uh, buildings and things put red lighting on it. But the Space Needle, uh, say this again. So you can uh, pay $100. $100 and, and donation. The way, it's the way like laser yeah, writing is. Yeah, a laser is. created message will go on the legs, um, the northwest facing legs in the air on Valentine's on Day. On the Space Needle. So on you can take space your date needle. down and say, by the way, look up at the Space Needle. I want you to read something. You can <laughs> yes. go to Dick's, grab your burgers <laughs> and your soda, curl up in your car in the parking lot and watch your message scroll up the legs of the Space Needle. That sounds fantastic. I think it's major points. Major points. <laughs> I'd be impressed. I would too. Totally. And there's other ways to support uh, Go Red and American Heart Association. There, we do t- a couple of luncheons here in town, right? So yes. every year um, there's one in Seattle and one in Tacoma, and it brings people together. It can, uh, well, it does some fundraising, but it also there's some inspirational stories. And if I'm not mistaken, both of you <laughs> are are going to be the s- s- some of the speakers at, at right. one of these now. Laura, yes. you're speaking in the Seattle one? Yes. Okay, so when is that? Let's That's, sell some tickets here. Yes, March 13th at the Sheraton Hotel in downtown Seattle. Yeah. And, and, uh, and then the Tacoma is on March 29th, and that is at the Hotel Murano in downtown Tacoma. And uh, so tell me about what this, this is a... Big one of those big banquet type rooms, it, and it they is. get a lot of people in. And it, what happens? What do we gonna expect? Uh, first of all, there's an amazing silent auction that I went really crazy at last year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're supporting uh, the cause. You're here, going to hear some such inspirational speakers and survivor stories of heart disease and stroke. Uh, I was in tears last year. Uh, so motivated and so inspired. Uh, to go out there and give more to the to this community. And I got an invitation in the mail the last couple of years and didn't show up, but I am happy to say <laughs> that I am showing up this year, and I'm really looking forward to it. Well, Tosh, you've shown up and taken photos I in have, the past, yes. but now you're up on the table yes. getting your photo taken. It is okay. a different experience. <laughs> you, okay, now tell us why. So your story is that you are young. I am. And so... 
we don't expect to hear this kind of story out of someone so young and pretty starting out your life with uh, they got to be mistaken. This woman had a heart uh, yeah, failure. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt too. Um, so, really strange story. Are um, you in good shape? Did you always? I am. I've okay. always been super healthy. In fact, a couple years ago, um, I I did listen a little bit because it caused me <laughs> to kind of change my lifestyle after being around women and kind of hearing um, different stories. I met a woman who did mix fit and. Um, I heard her story about heart health and it just like it sat with me and I decided a couple years ago that I wanted to be the kind of person who like grew old like hiking and taking my kids places or my grandkids places. I didn't want to be like someone who was very ill and sick in a back room in someone's house. So I had I had a very healthy lifestyle. I was working out. Um, What ended up happening to me is. I have a really very active life where I travel all the time. My husband and I are professional photographers and I'd picked up some kind of um, bug um, on my travels that had slowly turned into walking pneumonia that had turned into the flu. I had never had the flu before. Um, I think we think that we have had the flu, but the flu is actually not something that's very common. Um, And so for a couple weeks, I just was not feeling well and could not get better. I kept trying. I'd been to urgent care many times and just could not figure out what was going on Um, until March 1st, actually almost a year ago. um, I woke up and I was just feeling off. I didn't know exactly what was going on, but I didn't feel right. And we were getting ready to head to the airport. So we had a flight in a couple hours. I laid down and took a nap and woke back up. And when I woke back up, my body like kind of seized up and I couldn't breathe. I couldn't catch my breath. I didn't know what was going on, um, what was happening. We went to the chiropractor because I thought maybe a rib was out of place. I mean, just trying to find any answers for the uh, massive amount of pain I was feeling, but couldn't like pinpoint or describe it. Um, He urged us to go to the hospital. When we got to the hospital, we were there um, for a couple hours when they said, we're not really sure what's wrong with you, but there's something going on with your heart. Mm. Um, And so 24 hours later, I was in heart failure and basically fighting for my life. I was in intensive care for six days um, in the hospital for 16. um, And that flu virus had gotten into my heart and caused caused heart failure. Wow. So let me back up to a part of the story you used. I think the phrase felt kind of off. Yeah, I felt off. And I knew there's no symptom. This this is a thing I think people need to hear. Um, you just don't all of a sudden get that I have a shooting pain down my arm and I can't breathe it. Yeah, it wasn't felt. it wasn't that. It was just I knew that something wasn't right, but I didn't know how to describe it. And if you know anything about me, um, you know that I do not not fo- like follow through on things or show up for things. So what's really interesting is that we were supposed to be at the airport. My husband came in and was like, are you ready to go? And I said, I don't know what's wrong, but I'm not getting on an airplane. And we were supposed to open a conference um, a couple days later. We had already been paid for it because we're national speakers. And so I didn't get on that plane. And they told me had I gotten on that plane, it was a cross-country flight, I would have died. Oh, my goodness. Um, and so I, what I do know, though, and we talk about how heart disease and stroke can be prevented by lifestyle, but also being a part of these conversations and hearing these stories will trigger something in you to make you go, wait a minute. I'm not sure what's wrong with me, but I know something's not right. And I had heard enough stories over the past couple years of women and just the moment that things had happened to them that I I was aware that I needed to stop. And it didn't matter what was going on and whether I needed to be at the airport or not. I just knew I needed to stop. And that was part of what I learned from being around all of these photo shoots over the last couple of years. Like I was aware enough to go, 
I'm not getting on this plane and we're going to whatever we have to do to fix this situation, we're going to deal with this right now. You know, wow. So that so many women uh, die from this without knowing, without have having heard that background that you have. That's why you got to spread this word that everybody should know when you feel that off, something just is not right. You can't wait. You gotta no, go find no. out. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, Laura, talk about waiting and timing. Your story, I know a little bit about. Yeah, it's, uh, I'd like to hear how come you are so involved in Go Red for Women. Now, you didn't have a a heart uh, attack or failure. You had a stroke. Right? I had a major stroke. Well, how did this happen? And what what were so, your were your symptoms like? Oh, it's obvious I'm having a stroke. People don't so quite very, know that, do they? No, uh, very similar to Tosh. I was on. Um, I was supposed to be leaving for the airport as well for for the holidays for Christmas, joining my husband and his family in Colorado. I uh, woke up in the morning and couldn't. I went to turn off my alarm, and my arm just flopped. It was, felt really funny. My head was fuzzy. I just felt off. I felt like I was still waking up. I felt like my arm was asleep, like I must have slept on it funny. So just didn't really think too much of it. Oh, my arm's asleep. I could close my hand, but I couldn't open my hand. Uh, And it wasn't until I went to stand up where my entire right leg was my right arm that was affected and my right leg from the knee down could not support my weight. It also felt numb. Uh, And that's when alarm bells really started going off because I was like, you can't sleep on your leg funny. Uh, so I stumbled to the bathroom. Can't sleep. On, <laughs> so, yeah, you can sleep on your arm in a funny way, but you can't sleep on your leg in a funny right. way. Okay. Uh, so, so now you're paying attention. Now I'm paying attention. <laughs> so I stumbled to the bathroom. And several years ago, I had two very good friends who worked at the American Heart Association here in Seattle. And we used to get together every Thursday for Grey's Anatomy dinner. And they, <laughs> one of them came home went, uh, to my house. And she came in and, sh- and she immediately said FAST. You need to know the acronym FAST. And that's the signs of stroke. F-A-S-T. FAST. F-A-S-T. And F is for facial drooping. One side of your face will be drooping. A is for your arm. So if you put your arm straight out, one will droop. Well, you won't be able, won't be able to stay up. Um, S is for slurred speech, and T is for time. Time lost is brain loss. So, um, I stumbled to the bathroom, looked in the mirror, and sure enough, my right side of my mouth was drooping. Put my arms up, and my right arm would just dropped. Uh, I couldn't tell if my th- speech was slurred, and so I stumbled back to my nightstand. And do not do what I do, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Please call nine one one immediately. I uh, Googled signs of stroke because even though I she knew. She got on Google. Google. Dr. Google. Uh, I, denial is a very Boy. powerful, yeah. powerful emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, so I Googled signs of stroke and it said if you have even one of these, call 911 immediately. So naturally I called 911. No. No, ladies and no, gentlemen. You again, didn't. I called my mother. Oh. <laughs> well, that's also an instinct that we have, it is. isn't it? So I called my mother who lives 90 miles away from me at the time. Uh, who I'm seven thirty on the Sunday before Christmas on the uh, Sunday morning, crying, saying I think I had a stroke. These are my symptoms, and she I expected her to a tell me call nine one one or b um, you're not having a stroke. But she threw me for a loop and said she'd be over. So I waited for my mother and uh, two hours. Uh, as soon as we got there, we raced to the emergency room and they took one look at me and I could hear them saying stroke. Mm. Uh, so. So the timing now with stroke, I do know this. They know how to 
counteract some stroke yes. uh, symptoms, right, or what's going on in the brain. A stroke, can you describe what a stroke is for people who don't quite know? I mean, Certainly, it's a, a, either a blood clot or a bleed in your brain, and it prevents the oxygen from flowing in your brain, which... Um, in some cases can be fatal. It can, in a, in a lot of cases it is, but it's one of the leading causes of disability in the in the country, right. in the world yeah. as well. Wow. Yeah, I mean, a lot of us uh, know people and have seen people that uh, they they limp and they their mm-hmm. face still droops from years yes. ago of a stroke that was not treated in time. So <laughs> the two-hour wait is it's, too it long. Was mass- well, it happened in my sleep. Um, for me. So they they told me it would not have mattered if I'd come in right when I woke up because it happened in my sleep. They didn't know at what precisely time, so they would not have been able to administer the medication. So give us the F-A-S-T again, FAST, because this is important. It's pretty easy yes. to remember because um, you said you recalled this is what you should think about. Yes. Uh, and similar to Tasha, it was in the back of my brain, and it um, really, I think, helped me. Otherwise, I who knows if I would have gotten in the car and tried and driven ah. and could have hurt myself and other people. So F is for facial drooping. One side of your mouth or face will be drooping. It's sagging. Uh, your face will not be even. A is for arm. One arm, if you put your arm straight out, uh, will not be able to, won't be equal. It will sag. And then S is for slurred speech. And T is t- for time. Call 911 immediately. Wow. We are talking this morning with uh, Tasha Haynes and Laura Pugh. They are ambassadors for this year's American Heart Association's Go Red for Women campaign here in the Puget Sound. And there's so much more we could talk about today that we're going to run out of time before all of it. But So we got to uh, give you places to learn more. Online is a great place, and I've already misplaced where I wrote down. Oh, here it is. Let's see. Uh the, C- the link here in Puget Sound, heart.org. That's so easy to remember. Heart.org slash go red Puget Sound. And that's pretty simple to remember. Go red Puget Sound, heart.org slash go red Puget Sound. And uh, there are a couple of uh, luncheons coming up. The go red luncheons in Seattle is March 13th. In Tacoma, it's March 29th. Um, there's information and I think tickets uh, for sale uh, online at those that uh, website and phone number you can call a couple here's a couple of phone numbers for you to call in Seattle and Tacoma 206 336 7200 that's Seattle 206 336 7200 Tacoma 253 240 3310 253 240 3310 all about the uh, going red here in Puget Sound uh, a lot of ways to participate and raise money to a lot more research can still be done. I mean, yes. talked about the things we've learned and the things they know about the heart and the brain and heart disease over the years. It's taken research and dollars to get that going, right? I mean, right, yes. any any idea what the future holds? What what have you guys learned about uh, the heart and maybe medicine and research that you didn't know a couple of years ago? Or maybe I'm off base here on throwing oh, this question out. I I think that Laura hit it like. Your lifestyle is so key, Um, how you eat, how you take care of yourself, um, limiting your stress, keeping your peace and your joy, like all of those things are so important. Um, But the biggest thing that I think I've learned is how important it is for us to tell our stories and to share them, 
because stories are what connect us as people and you always recall your stories like we're always looking for a way to relate and so when you're in a situation and you're not exactly sure what to do you're like oh I remember we talked about this or someone mentioned this or I mean even hearing our stories today like you may be in your own situation or one of your friends might be and you'll recall this radio interview and what you learned today and so I think that it's important for us to share our stories um, and the things that we learn because those are the things that save lives. Absolutely and I think Another thing that I've learned is that women, especially mothers, are so great at taking care of everyone but themselves. They put their husbands first or their wives and their children, and they don't take care of themselves. And I think we both learned the hard way is that our families don't work if, if we're not, not healthy. so true. Wow. So you, you, you talked about, yeah, wanting to go to a Christmas gathering with your family and your mother, and you decided these are important I got to get there, <laughs> but eh, I best figure out what's wrong with me first. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and, and off mic before Tosh, you talked about a, a baby you have. You talked about your yeah. husband, but now, so 16 days in the hospital and I see, what were you thinking? Now I do have to care about this child, right? Well, yeah, I mean, it was kind of a weird but beautiful thing because when I was out of town, we were going out of town already and leaving our five-year-old at the time she was four behind. And so um, even though we didn't go out of town, like the plans we had in place kind of just kept going thank god um and so she was taken care of but it definitely was a defining moment for me where i was like i'm 34 years old i would never ever imagine that heart failure would be my story um i don't look like someone who has gone through heart failure that's even in recovery because i'm still in recovery in this moment um but that is how that's how quickly things can change in life. And and I think that stroke and heart failure, they do not have a name, like many things, like they don't have a name, they don't have a kind of person that they attack, it, it no. just happens. And there is not anything that you can do to prevent life from happening. So you just have to be ready and you have to do the things that you need to do to be ready for life when it does happen. Yeah, life yeah. is what happens while we're busy making plans. Yes, right, exactly. Uh, absolutely, and yeah. you need to find a stress release because um, whether it's exercise or it's reading, you need to find something that is going to help you relieve the stress of life. So how did, let me, let's go there. How did each of you maybe do something differently in these years after you had uh, this happen to you? I mean, stress, you both talked about that like mm -hmm. right up front. Do you take life less serious or, or different parts of life? Or are you able to turn sure. off parts? How do you do that? I prioritize, different, I prioritize differently. Mm. Um, I think I put everything before my health prior to my stroke. Uh, I put work first. I put um, friends and other family first prior to my health. Uh, I used to exercise before work, but if my husband travels a lot, but if he was home, I wouldn't exercise because I wanted to spend that extra time with him. Now I realize by getting out of bed a little earlier, I'm prolonging the amount of years I have with him. That's really good. So well, I'm actually in my thought process right now. And so um, just because it hasn't been a whole year for me yet, um, but what it did cause me to go and think about was, am I living the best possible life that I can live? And if I'm not, what do I need to stop doing? And if there are things that I want to do, why am I not doing them now? Um, and so I am not yes. quick to wait or make excuses or put off things. Um, I am like, oh, these tickets for Thailand are on sale. We're going to Thailand. <laughs> if we have, like, it, and that's a true story. Like last week, like in five minutes, we made a decision that we're going to Thailand. But that is how I'm living my life um, because I, d I have right now, and that's what matters. Yes, and absolutely. so that is that is where I am. Yeah. Okay, that's so cool. Uh, we are we're a, 
I've uh, got about five minutes left, so I want to make sure we cover some basics again sure. for folks. Um, we're talking with Latasha Haynes and Laura Pugh. They are ambassadors for this year's Go Red for Women, Puget Sound. Uh, information online, right, for not only um, how to... Uh, participate, you know, when they should wear red. So it's February 2nd, Friday, February coming 2nd. up Friday. Yes. Um, the luncheons are coming up. People mm-hmm. can go to those. There's Q, uh, QFC yes. and CVS pharmacies. Macy's is involved. There are places we all go to yes. throughout this coming mm-hmm. week and month. Uh, we can help uh, do things to raise awareness and raise some money for heart disease, right? Yes. yes. What are yeah. some of the, the easy, what are some of the ways you tell people like, hey, I'm a Go Red ambassador. I think you should go to Macy's and buy a pin. Go to CVS and or go online and make a donation. Uh, there's so many great ways they can do it, but just the money that you or buy a ticket to the luncheon because all the proceeds go to the American Heart Association. The uh, yeah, the Go Red for Women luncheon Tacoma March 29th. The Go Red for Women luncheon in Seattle March 13th, and uh, online get tickets right. Um, Heart.org slash Go Red Puget Sound. Yeah, cool. Um, and don't forget the Space Needle. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, so describe that again. Yes. So if you have a bay or a loved one or a husband or a wife or someone that you're trying to impress, you can purchase um, a... <laughs> laser created message to go on the north facing legs of the space needle um by visiting www.spaceneedle backslash valentine that is cool i i I kind of want to see that (laughs) i actually do too i need to drive to seattle on valentine's day and see that action take place you know the space needle is privately owned and they get into so many parts of Seattle's lifestyle. I'm glad they're doing this too yes. because it's so cool. Well, the best part too is that it's $100. Like you can drop $100 easily on dessert on Valentine's Day. So <laughs> you might as well make a memory and post it on your Instagram and your Twitter and yeah. your Snapchat. Don't and need the flowers. 400 feet that. tall too. Yeah, I mean. Exactly. <laughs> that is like serious like bragging rights, yes. you know? I'm that's, just saying. That's a great point. <laughs> All right, ladies, we, we are going to run out of time now. So we've been talking with Tasha Haynes and Laura Pugh uh, about Go Red for Women. So it, it's this coming up uh, Friday, February 2nd, Go Red for Women. People should wear red. Wear I mean, red. What, what do you got? What do you got? Dress, uh, skirt, I've got an pants, excuse to you? go buy some clothes. Oh, you're <laughs> going to Macy's. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm going to Macy's, and I'm going to get an, a several red pins so that I can give them to my girlfriends yes. and inspire them as well. You got Me a favorite uh, l- red look you're going to wear, Laura? I have a red pantsuit. It's a power suit. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Laura's got all the red. She's got a pretty hot red shirt on right now with really cool hearts. And so. I got some cool red shoes. I can't wait. All right, so it's coming up Friday. Go Red for Women, folks. Uh, we have been. T- thank you so much for being here, you guys. Thank you. For you. Sharing. Thank you. We have been talking to Tasha Haynes and. Laura Pugh, Go Red Ambassadors for this year's Go Red for Women, the American Heart Association. Thank you guys so much for coming in and sharing your story. And thanks so much for what the American Heart Association is doing for women and heart disease and stroke uh, throughout the the country and for everyone's life. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you you for having us. Thank you for having us. I am Gary Scheib. Thanks for listening today. We hope you've learned something new. Join us again next week as we continue to talk with people that are making a difference in our community.